Welcome back to another edition of Poopology. I'm your host, Storm Jenkins. We're on episode 12, Ice Water Slash, This Is Why I'm Hot, the finals preview. We finally made it to the NBA finals. What a journey. I thank you so much for rocking with me. First, we'll talk about the poll question results from last time. Then we'll revisit how each team made it to the finals and then we'll actually preview the finals and give some poll questions for you guys to answer so let's get started so for poll question results from last time i, t- I asked um who's going to make it to the finals and only half of half of the answer uh you guys had 50 percent of you said lakers celtics and the other 50 percent said lakers heat so you got the heat part right but nobody actually picked the nuggets which is interestingly enough and then what star player it was had has the best conference finals performance and then you guys are all tied at 33 percent for tatum lebron and jimmy nobody actually had Jokic, so i'm sensing a theme here that nobody is uh been uh picking picking denver or, or paying attention to denver yet they're the number one seed and then who had the clutch before who had a clutch performance um on winning teams for round two and 100 percent of you said malcolm brogdon very much well deserved for that it was really unfortunate to see him have a um, injury during during the conference finals. So first, we'll talk about the conference finals. So uh, we'll talk about the East side. Man, we had some drama, drama, drama. The rematch from last year of Miami and the Celtics definitely, um, you know, was ebbs and flows. Um, nothing, nothing was. Uh, Nothing was what it seemed uh, like it would be. Um, most, you know, most people had, including myself, had the the Celtics. I had the Celtics in seven. I knew they were going to struggle against the Heat because um, the Heat they just have something in them, and then just their run up until the playoffs. I just knew that they weren't going to. You know, they do all the little things. You know, they're scrappy. They have a lot of heart in Jimmy Butler. You know, Vincent Struess, Martin. You know, Duncan Robinson, Bam, everybody, and Coach Spo, they, they're always so well coached, so well prepared, and I knew the Celtics would struggle. I just didn't know they would actually struggle as much as they did, at least for the first three games. And then the final uh, game seven as well. But we'll, we'll we'll talk about game seven as kind of a specific one. But let's 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 talk about the first first few games. You know, they you would think coming off a of fifty one piece um, performance that that Tatum had in, in game seven to finish off Philly, that would, you know, be some really great momentum um, to carry them, you know, into into this conference finals against Miami, especially with the first two games at home. Not so fast, my friend. <laughs> um, that third quarter in the, in the first game was just, you know, kind of like, what the heck happened here? And then, you know, in, 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 in losing that one, okay, fine. The Heat have basically won game one um, pretty much um, for the previous um, round. So that wasn't totally like, okay, fine. So especially since, you know, Celtics did lose, you know, the first game to Philly in the last round as well. So not, not, not panic mode. Okay, fine. Miami got one, so just come back in, in game two. And, and it looked like, you know, in game two, they, 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 they corrected some things, the Celtics. It, it just seemed like then, you know, as they have been in the past, they don't do so well with, you know, heavy leads and, and, or close games. You know, it's like they, they start to let people creep back in, but usually they turn it back on to, to get the win. But they don't play, or they play pretty okay from behind. But if it's a back and forth game into the fourth quarter, 
it's usually not always going to be a dub. And in fact, it really, you know, they they let the lead slip away in in game two. And that was really the game that was kind of really more of the head scratcher. Like, hmm, okay. Okay, well, fine. They they dropped the two. So now just go to, they, they have a good good road record so they don't have they don't have an issue really winning on the road they've done it plenty of times so okay fine go into Miami game three get this dub you know um they'll coach Joe will correct some things Tatum Brown everybody just you know kind of rally together but third game (laughs) well that one was just total disaster from the beginning it just um you know we talked about in the in the preview to the that series um you know them being too in love with the three um you know being inconsistent like all the things that we talked about basically kind of showed up especially in game 3 and that was just really really you know one of those things where just Miami just did everything right (laughs) and you know the the disparity in the Celtics just couldn't do anything right and so but fourth game that one you know just kind of turned the tide you know didn't want to didn't want to get a sweep um turn things up uh, enough and 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 were able to you know then you know rattle off game four come back win game five and then you know game six was you know more pressure was on the heat for sure to close that out at home and then for you know for it to and then it just at the fourth quarter the the heat just turned it up and it just looked like the Celtics were just giving that game away and then you know that last second shot you know tip in by by Derek White was just like the saving grace you know, you need luck, you know, for sure in, in, in the in the playoffs, you know, no team, you know, everybody needs a, a lucky bounce, you know, something to go just right, just perfect. And they had such a small margin of error, but to force it to game seven, okay, fine. You know, it's at home. It's like history is made in the sense that, you know, they're the first team to force a game seven after being 0-3 and to have that game at home, you know, should have been you know, a, a plus, but given the, given the way things have gone with the Celtics and their home record, not so fast, not so much. And, you know, first play, you know, Tatum rolls his ankle and that just pretty much encapsulated this whole, you know, series for the most part. And was just so unfortunate. We'll never know, um, you know, basically how, how he would have played this. That was like, the perfect setup for him with a game seven at home. He he tends to always rise to the occasion, so that was really unfortunate. And then just it, it and then the rest of the squad they tried to pick it up, but Jalen just didn't have it. Um, he's having a lot of issues with you know ball handling and just like shots not falling. It just seemed like they reverted back or they just had panic mode. And you know, hats off to Derek White. He really tried to be as aggressive as possible, like really playing you know outside his shell of just kind of letting the game come to him like he really was like aggressive and tried to you know get some shots going get that lead down um in the third quarter you know finding out Rob was was really a little bit under the weather but he he played you know it just seemed like they just couldn't make the shots Brogdon tried his best to you know get out there but just didn't have it with the injury and it just it just kind of all just fizzled, um, you know, unfortunately, uh, for the Celtics. And then, but, you know, for the for the Heat, 
<laughs> Caleb Martin was on one uh, that game seven. He just couldn't miss. You know, hats off to him. Hats off to all the guys. They really uh, put in so much effort. You know, their their three point percentage was off the charts for this series for the most part. Jimmy, of course, turned it on when he needed to. Um, little concern still for Bam moving into this last um, series um, against Denver for sure. But interesting to see if that three-point barrage, you know, high, high-octane high offense um, continues against Denver defense and the way things are set up in, with, with the Denver personnel because that is, to me, going to be, you know, a big key sticking point. We'll talk about that in a minute. Uh, moving over to the west side, so Lakers and Denver. I had the Lakers in seven. I, I, I had more faith in the Laker, you know, um, defense than I did in the Denver defense. And shame on me. (laughs) Shame on a lot of us. Um, You know, I've watched a lot of Denver games this year. Definitely been a big supporter of Jamal's comeback. AG has been great. Bruce Brown, I liked him in the Nets. I was sad to see him go in the Nets, but he has found a home in Denver. I am so happy for him. KCP has kind of invigorated um, and and really brought some championship pedigree to the Denver, Denver squad. And, and and Michael Porter Jr. has definitely, you know, stepped up his game. And so it's really, um, you know, it was a really collective great effort by all of them. They definitely got timely stops. I, I, I feel like it's a combination between they got timely stops, but I feel like the Lakers offense kind of betrayed them a bit. They just weren't making the shots that they normally would make. Like D'Lo definitely had a slump. And LeBron really, you know, kept trying to force those threes and it just it wasn't working and then AD kind of went in and out of offensive mode he definitely was perfect on defensive mode but offensive mode when they really kind of struggled like they could have used a little bit more oomph and I think that might have carried them um you know to extend that series at least um and not get swept but they were in every single game that's like that's the interesting part of this whole series against Denver and Lakers that the Lakers were right there but that's why I say I feel like their their offense when they really needed a bucket sometimes they just struggled like Reeves Rui perfect they just really contributed at, at a great level did see too much of Vando which is interesting Schroeder definitely made some some good um you know shots when he needed to but um, there was no big Lonnie Walker game, <laughs> much like in the last series against the Warriors. Like so, you you knew each one had to kind of show up and have a, a a bit of a more stamp because LeBron was a bit hobbled um, with his injury, and AD, um, you know, he definitely showed up, but he had to expel a lot with with Jokic on the defensive end. So his offensive end wasn't as stellar um, as it was in in some of the other um, series. So. But in the end, you know, Denver, you know, Jamal Murray, he 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 lit it up um, on several occasions. It was it was great to see him. It's just like the they just moved so well as a unit, just like when somebody needed to get a shot off, they got a shot off when, when they needed a defensive stop. They got that stop like nothing was easy. I mean, and they had such an interesting path to get there. I mean. The the Timberwolves, you know, they they were easy. They were just so efficient the way they handled the Wolves, and then um, you know the way they handled the Suns. Um, even with Katie and Book cooking like at high octane, they still were able to kind of handle that, and then move on to the Lakers, and then 
you know, it just seemed like they were able to kind of withstand that. And mind you, I mean, they have been the number one seed since December. But the Wild Wild West this year was so inconsistent, so many injuries. You know, even though they were the number one for pretty much most of the season, you still kind of just kind of had that question mark like, hmm, you know, can they kind of consistently make it through? Mind you, this was the same matchups as the bubble in 2020, you know, and and they were able to kind of push ahead um, where they kind of just, you know, missed it after going through so many game sevens in the bubble to get to the, the conference finals against the Lakers. They just weren't they were just a bit exhausted. It was a weird, you know, um, situation, obviously, with, with them being in, you know, in the bubble and, and COVID and everything, all the different factors. And they just came up just a little short. Um, and then for the Lakers to go on and, and, and win, you know, against Miami, which was interesting, you know, um, and playoff Jimmy definitely is a thing. And, you know, that was the, the Lakers just just didn't have a, just didn't have enough. This, this time around, things were just a little bit tougher um, after kind of like they, they basically kind of reversed, uh, you know, course in the sense that, you know, they had they, they didn't have all the game sevens. But, uh, you know, in, in 2020, but they, this this year, just to go from after the trade deadline to, to make it in and to make it to the conference finals, you have to give hats off to to Rob Palenka and and the whole Laker organization, as well as all the players that came in after the the trade deadline and just gelled and and, and worked so well together. Um, but you know, hats off to the Lakers for that, and then congratulations, obviously, to Denver for um, you know making it through the finals. So now let's talk about the finals. <laughs> and so the it definitely was an improbable matchup uh in the sense of you know most people like myself you know pretty much thought they they would be beat by the suns and and we would have you know probably you know suns and either you know warriors or lakers you know in in the conference finals and not denver and so hats off to them and then on the other side i mean who would have thought the bucks would go down in the in the first round and then who would have thought that the you know Celtics would go down in in the final round to get to the back to the finals. I mean, it was like the path was there for the Celtics, you know, after Miami knocked off the Bucks and then, you know, they they then knocked off the Knicks. So, I thought it was going to be an old 90s version of like, you know, Knicks and Knicks and Celtics. That's what I thought for sure. And, you know, obviously not so fast, my friend. The uh the um the heat just kept rising and rising and rising to the occasion. And so you have to give that to Spo and, and, and Jimmy and the whole collective crew. They just, they just wanted it more. It seems they were just more consistent. They, they did all the little things. And then, so how can they do the little things against Denver um, in this series? I think one, you know, big question is, can that three point barrage continue? Because they, they will go as that three point barrage goes and because they struggled during the regular season with offensive output you know they play they want to play really really slow really methodical you know it seems like though they've sped things up a bit in 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 the playoffs because they're hitting those threes you know can all those guys hit those threes can can they not be rattled with with bringing the ball up you know can they you know get those 
second and third opportunities. All those guards really rebound really well. You know, can Jimmy get to the get to the hole and get to the bucket? You know, and get those free throws as much as possible. Can Bam get also get those? You know, easy. You know, uh, baseline shots and those easy. You know, free throw line. You know, uh, mid range shots. Those little jumpers. Will he have that opportunity to get those? Will you know? Will Denver's defense allow him to get those um, and, and 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 dare him to do those? And then you know, will those zones really work on Jokic? I think for Coach Spo, you want to frustrate Jokic with the ball handling, with with bringing up the ball, limit the assists. I think is probably going to be key as well as his rebounds. So if he goes off for 60, we saw they'll still probably lose. But if if you allow Jamal Murray to get off and you get Jokic to get, you know, get those triple doubles, then they usually win. So it's like picking your poison at this point, you know, are, are we and also, can the rest of those others on Denver also make those threes? I think the three-point shot is probably the most key in this in this uh, finals matchup because both of them are relying pretty heavily on the three. Only like a few people can get their own shot and and drive to the basket. Jimmy can, Jamal can. Um, you know, they'll dump things off to Aaron Gordon. Now, Aaron Gordon probably is going to um, guard Jimmy. You know, much much taller guy, you know, is he going to get frustrated by Aaron, you know, um, and who else is going to, uh, then who's going to guard Jamal? Is it going to be Jimmy? Is it going to be, you know, some of the other guys, like, are they going to, uh, you know, do a few doubles and things like that to try to frustrate Jamal and get him off his rhythm? Because once he starts to see that ball go in the basket in the first quarter, we saw, (laughs) you know, he can cook up to like, what, 25 he had in the first half, against the Lakers in the last series. So, you know, it'll be interesting to see the chess match between Coach Malone and Coach Spo and see where they, um, each game, how they make their adjustments and pick their poison with, you know, who who's going to have the hot hand, who's going to get, you know, denied, you know, who's going to get frustrated and who's going to go, who's going to go cold. Obviously, Denver has a much more variety of people if one person goes cold or even two people go cold. Um, you know, they, they have, I think, more of a variety of people than that consistently can make those shots. I mean, Michael Porter Jr., I think it's going to be a matchup nightmare with his length and size and then also being out on the perimeter. Um, you know, are we going to see Zeller and Love, you know, to help Bam, you know, not, you know, get into foul trouble uh, against Jokic? Because I think Zeller and Love, just having bodies out there, you know, Jokic goes on his own pace. So they're not going to have to really go up and down the floor as much, you know, limit those really long outlet passes by Jokic, I think is going to be another key as well um, to try to, you know, get that. Um, off their radar to um, get those easy buckets for say AG or Porter Jr. Um, or even Jamal like the the pick and roll and the, and the two-man game with Jamal is is something of beauty to watch how so in sync they are and you know it'd be interesting to see what coach Spo tries to deter um, that two-man game from from happening at this point I think though in the end as much as a great coach and, and strategizer that Spo is and how hungry Jimmy and all the crew are, I think just a little bit more, um, you know, is going to get to um, go Denver's way. And so I have Denver in six. 
but it's not going to be an easy, <laughs> easy time for Denver by any stretch of the imagination. I think the Heat present a lot of different challenges for Denver that they may have not seen um, in their previous rounds. To the Heat are very interesting. We'll see if what type of zones that Spo throws out, and you know how how easily frustrated. I think Coach Malone though will counter. I think they'll be able to. They were able to, you know, withstand KD and Book as well as LeBron and AD as as far as uh, you know their defense in spurts was was very good, and so I think that prepared them. I think more and I'm a little bit more confident because of seeing them how they were prepared for those two uh, series to go into this final series to then come out with you know wins against the Heat because you know they have enough quick spot up shooters, but I think on the other side you know Bruce Brown KCP I think all of them you know can can frustrate the other guys on the Heat just enough to then propel them to, to get enough wins um, to win in six and, and, and get their first um, NBA championship. So you let me know who you think is going to win uh, the finals. Who's going to win MVP? I think if Denver wins, um, like I think they will, uh, I really, uh, most people will just say Jokic. I, I just, I think Jamal's going to have such a special game that I would probably give it to Jamal. And then, um, you know, if, if, if Miami's to win, I think, you know, depending upon how things go, I think it probably will go to Jimmy. Just because um, I, I think the Eastern Conference final, though, could have could have did a co-MVP with Caleb Martin and Jimmy. I understand why Jimmy got it, but I think Caleb, you know, was the key to that series. So just be interesting to see who really steps up for this this final series, you know, the way we saw in the um, Eastern and Western Conference Finals, who who's going to have that shiny moment? And then final question is, who makes it back to the um, the uh, Conference Finals? Um, is, is the Lakers going to make it back next year? Is the Celtics going to make it back the, next year? You know, will both of them make it back or will none of them make it back? So all the poll questions will be up on Twitter. And I thank you so much for rocking with me. Enjoy the finals. We made it. It's going to be exciting. And I'm your host, Storm Jenkins. This has been Hoopology. Take care.